Viagra Boys are a Swedish post-punk band harnessing the powers of bombastic rock and a culture of chaos. Intrigued by drugs, emotions and male privilege, Viagra Boys articulate their attitude in a punishing approach to music. You're tuned into Roots to Grooves. Welcome, guys. I'm Jesse. Sitting across from me is Jay Purcell, signer of, oh, 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 founder of Signal Radio. Signer of Thunder Under. The signer of Thunder Down Under. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying, but you know it's Roots to Grooves if it's Jesse and Jay. Uh, we're talking about music here. We're talking about mindset. We're talking about achieving goals. Um, who are we talking about today, Jay? Viagra Boys. The Boys of Viagra. <laughs> uh, Swedish band. Um, Stockholm from Stockholm based in Stockholm they are post-punk garage punk raw energy rock just uh, real good stuff and not mm-hmm. heavy heavy a lot of driving music like we just heard in that track mm-hmm. there um, yeah driving and energetic yeah yeah but not necessarily like heavy right like big thematic heavy metal music no, know, not yeah. like anything like that yeah yeah but it is noisy it is chaotic yeah. it is post-punky like you said yeah um yeah grimy messy yeah these guys really know how to make noise yeah and it is musical yeah, yeah. but it is very grungy and grimy yeah um they have kind of like a scumbag aesthetic 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 yeah, yeah like yeah. uh you know they got tats so that tattoos sunglasses and they got uh, no beards sunglasses face tattoos as well the, the main guy does yeah so how yeah. how close would you resemble say these guys resemble a band like idols I think a lot, yeah. I didn't really think about it until I started diving back in again today mm-hmm. to their music. I was like, there's like real parallels, especially mm-hmm. lyrically, which we can talk about a bit later as well. I yeah, think. And for the- sure. Thematically. Yeah. And I, they, yeah. I think they both have their own kind of niche yeah. within this category of noisy post-punk music and yeah. rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Viagra Boys, are, are they certainly have their own brand yeah. of that. Yeah, and they're definitely. doing a really good job. Definitely, yeah. So like hard rock grooves, mm-hmm. minimalist melodies, yeah. discordant guitars, and they have saxophone. Saxophone added, added in sax. there, yeah. No keys though, just and no backing vocals, right? Do they, I mean, well, like maybe some of the other guys just sort of kind of emphasize certain moments. Yeah, like get those gang vocals and yeah, yell yeah. a couple words or something. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but for the most part, guitar rock mm-hmm. bit of sax thrown in there bass well. drums rock yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah guitar vocals yelling yeah. you know yeah um but yeah they also kind of use black humor and mm-hmm. satire yeah some of their music's kind of tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. with uh you know especially the lyrics i guess because mm-hmm. the music is kind of is what it is right kind of in your face yeah yeah noisy rock yeah and it's good um but they they do have a little humor as we'll see as we go th- listen to some more of this music yeah yeah um, that was a good, awesome, energetic track. Yeah. The, the yeah. Open with Down in the Basement, by the way. People yeah. From their debut album, Street Worms. I hope you understand what I say when I say worms in my accent. No. Wor- no. Worms. Mo- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I think most people understand you. I always okay. give you a hard time about like, oh, it's artists, not artists. Uh, well, yeah. Or, or, 
Or, That's my fault. I'm very autistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> autistic. Yeah, I love to make music. I'm, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so the two main guys, I, as far as I saw, there's two main guys or three main guys. Um, I don't, don't want to leave throw anybody under the bus, but I got Henry Hockert. Yeah. Or Handy. Hokert. Is that Hokert? I would say so, yeah. I think he has the O with the two little dots on top. Yeah. So if that's Hokert. Founding member. Bass uh, guitar. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And then we got Sebastian Murphy. Yep. Vocals. Lead, founding member as well. Nice. Yeah. And then would you say there was one more, like Oscar Karts? Because uh, I saw one interview where there was three guys, but at other places I saw it was mainly those two guys. Well, so the other members, and I'm not going to get this guy's last name correctly, the drummer, Tor... I'm just going to call him Tor. I really can't. There's oh. too many accents on his last name. <laughs> so, Soden, Shojun. It's like S J O D E N with lots of accents and all those letters. Yeah, Shojun. <laughs> yeah, Oscar Carls is the saxophonist. Um, okay. He, he's only been there from later. Uh, not, I mean, he, he was added added after they founded. Elias Jankvist keyboards oh so there is keyboards but i'm not really hearing it and the, the tracks but again um, i think they added that they later added on a lot later on i think it looks like and um they do have three other past members uh uh the most one we'll mention right now is benjamin valley original guitarist founding member he sadly passed away in 2021 he did actually leave the band before he passed away though oh. um but there was no cause of death given he was also like 47 years old. Mm. So I thought these guys were like pretty young, but not too much. But Way too young yeah. to pass away. Still though. way too young to pass away. Yeah. That's a bummer. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that's a little bit of a bummer, but hopefully yeah. everyone's good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Viagra Boys formed in 2015. Yes. So pretty recently. Yeah, is what I'm saying. In the last yeah. seven years, yeah, yeah, 2015 only seems like two or three years ago, but it's, it's seven years ago. Man, yeah, time Almost. is flying. Well, we, we lost those like two or three years back there. Like, yeah, we're still kind of feel like keep... I'm losing them. Like, I know, <laughs> clawing the, back into the, society. The time shift never stopped, and we're at like a yeah. rapid pace now. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a lot of catching up to do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so fairly new band, really cool energy, really good vibe. Seems like they got their head in the right spot. Yeah, seemed like some cool dudes making yeah. really good music. That's you know, it's just, it always interests interest me how like noisy and chaotic the music is, but people really respond to it. Yeah. Even if I don't respond to a lot of, some of this personally, yeah. some some of it's a little bit too noisy and chaotic for me, but some of these tracks I really like, like that first track. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is this this type of band for me personally is, I really like some of the stuff and then maybe I just more apathetic towards some of the other stuff. Mm. Would you say, would you the, the same about Idols maybe or... Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Just generally, I'm not going to yeah. talk about song by song yeah. in this thing I'm talking about right now, but yeah, just I, I'm done talking. That's all. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's just like a vibe. Like if I want to, like you know, listen to some like if you're in dri that vibe, driving kind of like rock music, then for me, the two most recent artists that are doing that for me are Viagra Boys and Idols. Mm -hmm. But even like the first uh, album from Shit. The Strokes. Oh, yeah. Like how fast some of those tracks were. Yeah. Like, and the first Arctic Monkeys album as well. Yeah. But like that, that, for me, like these these are just vibes that like if I want to go into like that realm of listening to things, mm -hmm. I, I feel like pretty dependable with these, with yeah. these artists. Yeah. yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like they certainly bring the energy. Yeah. And it's, 
it's unmatched. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine going to a live show, Viagra Boys or Idols. Um, but we're talking, we're focusing on Vi Viagra Boys. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about a live show experience. You've seen Viagra Boys? Yeah. <laughs> Where? After this song, I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> All right. Sports. Viagra Boys off of the <laughs> debut album Street Worms uh, here on Roots to Grooves. Me, Jay Purcell, and you, Jesse Quigley. Hey, that's me. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, th that's an example of a, the type of track that I love. Yeah. It's, see, it's, to me, it's like heavy, but it's not like, it's kind of slow paced. You know, it's not really. No, I, I'm trying to find like, a better way to yeah. describe what you're saying because I totally yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. Because it's. It's it's heavy energy, yeah. but not necessarily heavy genre of music, like genre context. Not like heavy metal or, yeah, screaming. And he doesn't really scream. He's, he yells. Yeah, he yells. There, yeah, it's not like a heavy metal scream, but he's yeah. certainly yelling and, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, very like guttural. Yeah, yeah. You know, almost yeah. kind of like, I don't know, tribal, right. guttural yelling. Yeah, yeah. But obviously yeah. distorted, crunchy guitars. Yeah. And bass, yeah, and but it's not super heavy. No, so I think I don't know. I think we explained that enough. Um, um, I hope everyone gets. I, I need to learn more words so I can describe more things. Expand that vocabulary. If you have more descriptive words for us to use, we'll give you the email at the yeah. end of the uh, episode. How would you describe <clears throat> um, that song? How would you descri describe sports? Yeah, Let there's us know. a funny video for that as well. I think he's on a tennis court with, and he's just got his top off with all his tattoos, his sunglasses on, mm -hmm. and he's just singing into a microphone. On in the middle of the tennis court as they're playing tennis around. <laughs> That's the music video. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. I'd... Some of the videos are pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I'd never heard of them before. Nor have I until uh, a friend of mine uh, was getting a group of people together. It's like, do you want to go to Portland and go see Viagra Boys? And I was like, I was like, slow. First of all, what are you talking about? <laughs> No, I was like, oh, I'd never heard of them. Um, so they organized the whole trip. It was like five of us or more that went down there. Shehan was supposed to come with us, mm -hmm. uh, of Shehan fame, if people don't know. <laughs> Solo artist, he's been releasing music recently, friend of Signal. Mm -hmm. We used to be playing in the band with him. Um, yes. But yeah, so all of us went down there and uh, I'd sort of just looked up, you know, before I went there. I was like, you know, I'm always down for a trip to see music, but I was like, well, who are these guys? And yeah. I saw some videos and I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. 
Uh, yeah, so it was at some venue in Portland. We'd spent the day like drinking and bar hopping before the show at like 11 p.m. or something like that. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was like it, in my memory, it was big stage, all of them on there, like seven people on stage. Mm-hmm. And they were just like grinding the music. They were like all wearing sunglasses and there was a mosh pit. Like I got a beer from the bar in a plastic cup and I walked up to the front of the bar and then like, like to the, to the front of the stage and like two minutes later all of my beer had gone and it'd been like splashed all over me. <laughs> people are wearing it yeah and i was like okay yeah that's i shouldn't be drinking a beer in a mosh pit that's not going to work out fair very enough well. so all the crowd was like very like yeah moshing away and like grabbing onto each other and all that whereas on stage and i think they've described it later they, they don't actually move at all on stage they're not mm-hmm. really going crazy they're just they're just kind of like still and doing this music and I think I heard them say at a certain point it's because they're trying to put all of the energy into the music itself instead of like acting out or whatever on stage. Right. Sort of thing. Like, and yeah, yeah, like you said, I think they do a good job of that, yeah. recreating what's on the album yeah. to to communicate that energy and to recreate that energy in a live setting. Yeah. Um, it is kind of interesting to see how wild and chaotic this music is. Yeah. And at the same time, they say like, oh, we're just going to do our thing on stage and not right. yeah. scream, not jump. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know, just yeah. really wild energy, but they really want to deliver that in the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. Which they succeed in. I bet uh, that was a really cool show. Yeah, it was cool. And it wasn't like a massive venue. It was like a, I forget the name of the venue, but Portland has quite a few good venues. And I think this is like one of the leading sort of mm-hmm. indie venues. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a good show. And I I think that was 2017, maybe. Mm-hmm. So not too long after their first album came out. Yeah. But um. I mean, yeah, yeah, to see him from Stockholm, they're yeah. coming from, I mean, two yeah. years is, yeah. is not a lot of time to, yeah. you know, some people don't even come out with their first album within two years of starting their band. No. And these guys have made it outside of the country yeah. uh, to a show, to a venue near you. Yeah. Well, there is the American link. So despite being a fully Swedish band, uh, the lead singer, Sebastian Murphy, is actually American, born and raised in San Francisco moved to sweden when he was like 17 years old i think he said Mm -hmm. 2007 um and uh it was there i think he like got into music through his dad's record collection he said his dad was like a big vinyl record collector right and it was the sex pistols album never mind the bollocks that first got him into music Mm -hmm. Uh, there was also like a compilation album of joy division EPs, he said, and it was like those two things that really got him into music, kind of thing. Very cool. Um, he seemed to have. He said he described himself as an angry, pissed-off teenager. He just wanted to like smoke weed and drink all day and party, kind of thing. Isn't that what we all yeah. what we all want to do? <laughs> yeah. What I do, I guess. That angry, that angry, but angry teenager. Yeah, um, I don't really hear about anything else that went on in his life. For that his dad's. American, his mom is Swedish. So I think he mm-hmm. moved with his family over to Sweden when he was a teenager. Okay. Like, se- late teenager, 17. But, but up until that point, he'd been in San Francisco, yeah, growing up there. So do people, you know, question for me. Yeah. Um, do people in Stockholm speak English? Yes. Straight up? Yeah. Um, I think you'll find uh, yeah, a lot of places in Europe speak English as a second language, like especially... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
what I've experienced, especially especially like in sort of international cities like Amsterdam, because mm-hmm. there's so many people that come from all over the world to be there that English is like the default communal language for everyone sort of thing. I think like, it really is. I think yeah. like like actually it is yeah. like the world language or whatever. It is, yeah. It's funny. I see uh, some like YouTube videos with like this Chinese guy that is like leading the channel and he's in like the middle east talking to people and they're all obviously speaking english because mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect you know you, uh, hindi speakers to speak you know japanese or vice versa or whatever like right like, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm glad yeah. to know my one language is the world language we're kind of lucky in that respect i think yeah I, yeah because yeah. i certainly know you know un poquito of other languages <laughs> Yeah, I, I barely, I sort of understand, if I was to understand more of a second language, it's French, but oh, still, bonjour. oui, merci, <laughs> beaucoup. Look at us. Yeah. <laughs> World travelers. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I've never traveled. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> never traveled. <laughs> I mean, I, I, um, I've traveled a little bit. Not that much though. Um, this isn't a travel podcast. Let's, yeah. Vi- Viagra Boys yeah. formed in 2015. Yeah. No, I'm not sure if we already went into that. But that's not very long ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't have anything else really on their early stuff. But my yeah. most of my research, besides the stuff that you'd already mentioned, is is kind of starting at 2015. Yeah. And it was around that time or maybe, yeah, around that time that Sebastian and Henrik, the bass player, I think, met through a mutual friend. And they were the first two members to meet, I think. Yeah. Um, what I have is that yeah. they were uh, out drinking. Right. Yeah. So they, they ended up at a karaoke bar. Yeah. And after uh, Murphy was, he did a version of Mariah Carey's We Belong Together. Mm-hmm. And after that, Hokert decided they should form a band. Mm-hmm. I guess based off that performance, just inspired him. Yeah. Like he heard this guy could sing and, and it was interesting. And Emmerich was already in, had been in other bands. And I think all the other members had been in other bands as mm-hmm. well, which is how, you know, Henrik like knew a few people and someone knows someone else and that's kind of how the band kind of grew and got to be i think was Mm -hmm. mutual like acquaintances and i think i have a list here of some of the unusual band names that uh, a lot of the other members were in okay uh big bird but bird spelt b-y-r-d big bird okay Okay. pig eyes was another band nine nitad or nitad n-i-t-a-d not sure how to pronounce that interesting and new roms n-e-u-r-o-n-z these are just a few of the other bands that the other members were in Mm -hmm. and left to come and be in viagra boys they're kind of in the same scene in stockholm yeah similar ish types of music uh i'm not sure for sure i don't know i'm gonna say definitely probably a lot of rock music i don't think that we're really doing anything outside of that Mm -hmm. these groups could be wrong correct us if you're in one of these bands still today i don't know if these bands continued after these members left i hope so yeah but uh but that, i think it is pretty cool they're like let's start a band we yeah. have a, a singer and a bass right guitar <laughs> yeah exactly we're a band so you we need just, we just need a couple more things like a drummer, a drummer and a guitarist guitar. yeah yeah a couple big items but uh yeah. I'll, we that's need what a saxophone I'm... and we need a keyboard yeah yeah <laughs> no <laughs> yeah hey yeah. The, it worked out for them yeah yeah however it works there's no uh one way to form a band yeah. it's always a little bit of a weird story i think yeah which is cool uh so they recruited benjamin valley yeah val i'm trying to pronounce this correctly valet yeah valley yeah 
Um, and he pr- previously worked with Hoker in in Nitad, right? And okay. that is that's one of the bands you mentioned, right? Nitad, yeah, or Nitad, Nitad yeah. yeah. And then the addition of the drummer Soul Taurus Jodin, mm-hmm. um, and the core of the group was completed, and they began writing songs. Yeah, and I think they're just jamming, right? Just mm-hmm. the musicians were coming together, jamming, coming up with these tracks, and then Sebastian would write the lyrics, and right? do his thing on top of it and it's interesting because sebastian when you hear him talk in interviewed he has like this kind of and he's admitted it himself as well he has this kind of fucked up european accent because he's like american grew up in america for like 17 years of his life and now he has that sort of a european twang to it like when i first heard him speak he just sounded like a swedish guy that was speaking english right um but and then just listening to his vocals on some of these recordings, he's like he's like putting on like another accent almost as well, like more of a like in that last chat we played, sports sounds a little bit like Iggy Pop, mm-hmm. who I think is one of the, his influences as well. Okay, like the Stooges, like yeah, uh, that kind of yeah. Iggy Pop was always just kind of like really slow, droney talking mm-hmm. almost on all of their tracks, right? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, almost like a Lou Reed yeah 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 type of like spoken singing yeah yeah which i actually like i don't know some people might not like that stuff but mm-hmm. i yeah i really like lou reed and iggy pop and yeah like iggy pop's recent stuff by the way oh we haven't mentioned a movie for a movie night for a while but Ooh. there's a documentary i forget the name of the group but it's out there on amazon i think uh it's uh josh homie from queens of the stone age iggy pop uh the drummer from arctic monkeys and mm-hmm. one other guy i'm not sure the other band the other guys from but they all got together to write and record one album and there's a documentary they made about it as well oh nice so, like, kind of like a super group type thing yeah came across it the other day i was like oh i gotta i gotta um check that out yeah that sounds yeah. dope yeah yeah I that's heard, cool i heard some tracks back in the day when the album came out it's really good mm-hmm. right. nice yeah anyway i'll have to so, give that a listen that sounds yeah. interesting yeah um yeah so uh, and then they uh Viagra Boys get this first EP together, right? Consistency of Energy. Yeah. 2016, just a year after they formed, which is, you know, pretty impressive. Good yeah, for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a cool um, EP. It's uh, four tracks, 20 minutes long, um, already out of the gate, sounding like Viagra Boys, I feel like. Yeah, that's like, a significant point. Yeah. After having not listened to it until this show. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard it before and it's like you can tell it's early them but you can tell it's them like, yeah 100 percent. yeah it's a great way to say it yeah um so, I mean yeah so it's very good like you yeah. said I don't know we don't need to describe the sound that much more because they came out right out of the gate as Viagra boys yeah with the bombastic energy and the you know just the rough energy the chaos yeah and the good vibes though tucked in within that stuff yeah so um do are we gonna play a track off this we already did uh we haven't yet but yeah we're gonna. Oh, we're uh, doing it right now then. Research chemicals.
research chemicals off of Viagra Boys' first release. An EP called Consistency of Energy came out in, when are we to say? 2016? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just put that on, stomp around in your backyard, yeah. barefoot with a bunch of beers. That's yeah. what I <laughs> <laughs> That sounds good. <laughs> just to me. It just sounds like one of those ones where you, because you just, it's so droney and like, you know, that uh, meditative beat kind mm-hmm. of in a way. Like, yes. I think that's one of the good things about this group for me is that, and maybe that's why I like to put this type of music on sometimes. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a med- meditation. No, 100%. Sort of thing. Like, yeah. Kind of so, just like, yeah. it's kind of droney. Yeah. Like, especially at the end of that track there, it's just kind of on loop. Yeah. And just kind of, <clears throat> it's almost just, just, like orienting a little bit yeah yeah but uh, it could uh, have the opposite effect and kind of help you like focus i guess yeah so i don't know kind of weird yeah. but yeah. very cool what they're able to accomplish with these techniques and music yeah yeah so um, I, I like when there's they can do uh a band can do like specific finessed things mm-hmm. with this wild chaos energy of the music yeah you know like they could still affect you on like a esoteric level in your mind. Yeah. But they're still being like just wild and energetic. Yeah. So it's cool how those energies can synergize together. Yeah. Cause I feel like also it's not, um, it's not random chaos. It's like it's controlled chaos. Yeah. Like yeah. Focused chaos. Like, like listening to it, like it feels like to me that they have very specific arrangements and parts mm-hmm. and they're super tight and locked yeah. in. And they just stick to that. Like to me, that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can only really do that music in that way. I mean, that's the weird thing about I think all of this rock music that maybe most musicians or casual listeners won't understand when they listen to like grunge music or rock music. They think, oh, it's just noise. It's just chaos. It's like no, it's actually very like methodically plotted and planned out and yeah. like put together in that way, very specifically, kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, with all of these groups like you know and that work that goes into that is a lot you know mm-hmm. um especially with a group like this like i feel like they're probably doing it live and nailing it out live before recording anything like, right you know not relying on overdubbing and studio yeah not tricks. re-recording and stuff like this yeah yeah so i mean yeah very cool that, that's a very yeah. good point i like it yeah. Right, so but let's quickly move on. Yeah. 2017, the very next year, they come up with another EP, mm-hmm. Call of the Wild. Right. Yep. And so this is kind of another situation where this band is coming out of the gates with a lot of good music and they have some singles and they have some EPs yeah. and a lot of that material that are singles and EPs eventually make it onto a, a LP, long play, right. yep. full length album. Yeah. And so that's kind of the same thing. Where I don't think we have a, we're, we don't have a plan to play a song from this one because mm-hmm. a lot of these songs are on the next album that we're about to talk about. Yeah but good album more good stuff mm-hmm. like from their um viagra boys perspective they're just kind of going through the process of making more music and yep. learning who they are as musicians and what they want to accomplish and stuff yeah. and they did another great job with this ep yeah um that's that's basically the story that i have on that ep mm-hmm. yeah is that cool yeah, yeah. let's just kind of move forward because yeah. in very next year 2018 their first full-length lp yeah we finally get to street worms right so just very good stuff. It, they were signed with Year 001 Records. I don't know how to pronounce that. Mm. Yeah. Is that fair? I don't know if it's Year One. Would you pronounce that saying it out loud? It's spelled. Uh, no, we're signed to Year 0001 Records. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, fine. That's why we're saying it. 
And I guess that's the same label as Swedish rapper Young Lean. Oh, right. Yeah. And I don't really know. I'm not familiar with Young Lean. No, I don't know either. I know, though, that I read this article recently, totally unrelated, but I think like there's a lot of, uh, you wouldn't think it, but there's a lot of like hip hop, Swedish hip hop out there. Okay. And there's all, and it's all kind of a little bit mainstream. And also there's a lot of like violence and sort of gang related shit with it. And like people have been, like famous Swedish rappers have been murdered and like okay. high, high profile fashion and stuff like yeah. that. I didn't know this, but there's a whole, we, ours um, outsiders, we might think, oh, you know, Sweden is just like a peaceful country and like always on the, what, the top 10 lists of places to yeah. live in the world or what the best yeah. country to live in the world and stuff like that. But they have a lot of these issues with like the young uh, crowd out there. Like gang issues? Gang issues, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Knife violence and may even be gun violence out there as well. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, do it but, the American way. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like insensitive. But it happens every week here, which is terrible. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah. not joking. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't feel good living here. And I don't know what we can do <clears throat> yeah. to help it. But if you guys have any ideas. Mental health. We all got to look after our mental health. Yeah. I think maybe. And nutrition. And nutrition. Like our bodies are temples and we need to take that seriously. Yeah. yeah. Our gut is our second brain. Our nutrition is directly involved in making us how we feel. Yeah. You are what you eat. Yeah. We've heard it since we were kids. Yeah. It's that true, though. It's very important. Yeah. So with that said, we're talking about street worms, <laughs> uh, Viagra boys. Real quick before we go any further, Jay, <clears throat> how did they get their name? Um, I don't know the actual origins of it, but... Uh, Nor do I, hence my question. But <clears throat> I do know, I did read some articles about like... Uh, because a lot of the themes that they write about lyrically in uh, Viagra Boys are to do with like, they didn't say toxic masculinity, masculinity, well, oh my God. Mm -hmm. But that's like a theme that runs through Idol's music. And it's also kind of a theme in uh, Viagra Boys music as well. So like the name is kind of a nod to like, you know, oh, we're like these strong men that are doing this crazy music, but like Viagra is something you need to help you perform so, kind of thing. I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, when I first heard the name, you could think it's, oh, that's an offensive name or whatever. But when you think about it, it's actually like, oh, it's like showing a weakness kind of thing. Right. Like, you know. It's no, not, that's a very good it, point. Yeah, and I think, that, I haven't heard any of the band members say this, but but knowing what they write about and journalists kind of like wrote, in that way that description mm -hmm. it makes sense it's like a nod to this like you know uh you know like being the, propped up by something yeah but not yeah like the male patriarchy you know we're like strong men but we need to take this drug to actually like perform no, i mean it's in that <laughs> yeah. case i didn't yeah. you know yeah. that's why i come gather. to that yeah yeah i didn't yeah. gather that myself but yeah. now that you said that it, it's it seems very like it's a great observation yeah and it it's cool how you can say a lot with just the short name. I mean, like, and, we're, yeah. and we're speculating a little bit and based on what that name means. And I think but, maybe that's intention as well. As with music and lyrics, like the 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 meaning is in the eye of the beholder, right? Kind totally. Of like, yeah, hundred percent. Intentionally, a lot of artists do this sort of thing to make you think. And yeah, it's like of all band names, it is a very smart name if you think about it. I think because mm -hmm. like, I mean, it's very catchy. Just yeah, brand name. Right off the bat, like it's, Viagra boys, that kind of, yeah, you know, everyone, I don't know, Viagra is kind of like a, a word that, like yeah. a trigger word. Yeah, it's, it is. It's like, 
okay like it's a loaded <laughs> word like okay if you're yeah. talking about viagra you're talking about something more than just right. a pharmaceutical pill right you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so there's something deeper there yeah, so right. interesting but I, I like whether they came up with that for that purpose or not it's a good name yeah and it, it jumps out at the anybody who's just reading or something like viagra boys yeah and um yeah and the first <laughs> album street worms uh hyper masculinity and right-wing populism in europe are like some themes in uh, that lyrically yeah um but it's interesting because uh sebastian has said that he is not a good political person like he said he's on the left of politics but he doesn't know how to sort of really like talk you know you know he's not the person to look to for like political like leadership or, yeah all that sort of stuff is how he says it um and when they were interviewed about this it's like they were saying, yeah, it's, it's, it's not necessary to put this stuff in your music, but if it's going on in your life, then music relax, reflects life and you should put what... The music should always be natural and come out of you what's natural. But mm -hmm. if these things are happening in your life and you're witnessing them and you want to say something about it kind of thing, that's kind of how it happens for them, I think. Right. Like, um, And I know, like, Sebastian, when he said he, he writes lyrics, he'll... Um, he needs it always needs a theme. Like he says, he'll keep a whole bunch of notes in his phone, but he'll like, you know, uh, like a theme of like uh, res resistance or whatever kind of thing. Like that would be the theme. And then he'd write lyrics around that theme of resistance. But mm -hmm. it has to be something that's coming, that he's living through his life or has come from his life kind of thing. So how am I feeling resistance or what am I resisting to? And mm -hmm. It's a really cool, interesting way of writing lyrics because then it sort of opens up the ideas of like how you could phrase things, how you can, yeah, like really just together. kind of like, reverse engineering, yeah, like how do yeah, I feel, yeah, and how do I feel compared to this word, yeah, like what, where's my place with the definition of this yeah. word or idea or phrase, yeah, how does that make me feel, and what I want to get out of that, how do I want to share that with others, yeah, so that is really good, yeah, uh, for a songwriting perspective and a like philosophical or mental health perspective yeah i mean you could even do that as a writing exercise right yeah like um yeah i thought it was really interesting that's like a major takeaway that i would yeah. put into this box of things that we need to compile from roots to grooves episodes of different techniques and things that artists use i've never really heard it this way before yeah like, actually that's so, a great idea we need yeah. to put together like a, yeah, yeah. a 10 commandments yeah, yeah. you know list or something yeah, of, we should of, do this. We should work on this. Yeah, because I, there's definite parallels and things like I think we said in different episodes that artists do some consistencies that yeah. you can exploit for yourself. There's like the consistencies, and then there's the specific things that each artist mm -hmm. do, like little techniques, like we just said there for writing. But yeah, like the grander ones of like everyone does an album, everyone does on tour, everyone yeah. does, like you know, rinse and repeat that stuff. Yeah, so, no, it's yeah. a great idea, guys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a good album. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Slow Learner was a good track off that, and it was featured on Tony Hawk Pro Skater series. Oh, wow. Okay. Which yeah. I wasn't aware of, but I thought yeah. that was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, hyper-masculinity, right-wing populism, and they're mm -hmm. coming out you know, with these banging tracks, a lot of energy, yeah. and this is where they kind of fully come into themselves you know, as a band and as artists with a full-length album's worth of music. Yeah. So very bombastic, very good. Yeah. Um, anything else on that album? uh only that i mean i think all of their albums are done in in stockholm at home uh -huh. i mean not at home home i think they go to an actual studio but um a lot of the people working 
on the tracks like mixing and engineering are all uh, from Sweden as well. So it's a very like homegrown type of uh, affair versus like going to LA and recording there right. or something like that. You know, they're doing it all kind of grassroots, it sounds like. So in yeah. 2019, they won the Independent Music Companies Association Album of the Year award. Quite the name, yeah. but they won that for Streetworms. Yeah. So just another level of them getting critical acclaim. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's all I got on this one. And then on to Welfare. Although there is one track, actually, I think. Um, Are we going to play a track? Well, no, one track that I wanted to mention. But oh. uh, Shrimp Shack is a track on here. Track six off that album. And uh, a lot of people like have written, journalists have written about shrimp stuff. Because he's like, oh, you know. And he's like, and he, he said he hates that song. It's like the only song he really hated, because he was asked like, "What has the, the reaction been to the songs?" Kind of thing. And, right. And he said that was one track that apparently has become a fan favorite. And he said it was his most hated track because he didn't spend any effort in on it like at all. Man. Um, and so there's that track, Shrimp Shack. But also, uh, the shrimp theme continues. I was gonna say, yeah. this guy talks about shrimp a lot. Yeah, where, where else have you seen the shrimp? I mean, I'm just yeah. off my top, but yeah. I, I, from based on reading and stuff, it's come up in different songs. Okay, just like different. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm not sure what he means. I haven't really listened to uh, deeply to his shrimp lyrics. I wasn't but, really um, gonna bring it up because I didn't okay. know enough yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. But I do know though that they and his. Well, are we ready for another sort of interesting big takeaway artist-wise right. sort of thing? Yes, Jay's on fire today. Uh, the band Viagra Boys have a company they're all co-owners of and it's called Shrimp Tech Enterprises. This is a real company, Shrimp Tech Enterprises. Okay, <laughs> I'm listening. But the, uh, the real reason for doing it is that every band actually needs a company to consolidate all of their activities under. So hmm. if you're releasing records and getting money from that and you're going on tour and getting money from that, all the money comes through to their company and then it's divided equally between all the band members kind of thing. That seems um, like a great idea. Which I've heard a lot about, and I think it's something that's not really mentioned a lot um, would, how, publicly. How many you know. artists would you say do that in general? Uh, all of them, I would say, yeah. All the major artists that we yeah. all know, you'd say, have a, a yeah, company. Yeah, because yeah. I know like a lot of managers, like professional managers, that's what they'll do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, an man, artist manager will take 15% commission on all activities. Mm-hmm. And the way they make this happen is they form a company. Uh, they are 15% shareholder in this company. Mm-hmm. And then the band members, however, they want to split that up between them, mm-hmm. whether it's equally or someone gets more percentage than the other for right. doing more work is on that company as well. And then, and then you know, everyone is can see visibly where all the money's at. They can anyone can check the books. Anyone can see where the money's come in, what's been spent on what kind of thing. It's all accounted for. Yeah, it's all transparent, and you know, all at the end of the day, so everyone can get paid. So the manager can get his fifteen percent, he or her fifteen percent, and the band members can get their cut right after everything. That's and very cool. So yeah, I think every artist does this, and you can call it whatever you want. They could have called it Viagra Boys, but maybe mm-hmm. the Swedish government wouldn't let them put Viagra, I don't know. <laughs> Instead, or, or Viagra, the brand exa- is like, the vi- yeah, exactly. maybe don't use our name that we just, we patented, we have copyrighted. That name, yeah. So surprising they can use it actually in the band name, to be honest with you. But yeah. Because like, I think it is a 
copyrighted name, isn't it? I think Viagra. there's some rule that differentiates yeah. if you're in a different like sector of oh, the yeah. industry or whatever, because there's like they're not selling drugs, they're selling music. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Music is a drug, but they can't. They wouldn't be able to say <laughs> Viagra Boys on a pill if they yeah. came out with a pill under their company, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah. That's why there's like Apple, you know, like computers and stuff, and there's Apple label the music label yeah although i read about this recently apple have been going after music artists for having apple in the oh title. they are now still yeah i think i met might have mentioned this on a previous episode there was one artist that was called pineapple something and apple sued her and she was like well i guess i have to change my name then because i can't fight a legal case from this multi-billion dollar company no way <laughs> yeah that doesn't seem okay. No, it doesn't. Especially like because yeah, Apple did this whole agreement with the Beatles in order to use the name. Yeah. Originally that agreement was that that Apple would never go into music and they ended up going into music. Little with shiesty. iTunes and all that. So interesting. But yeah. It's a little hairy. Yeah, but it's their lawyers, the corporate lawyers, right? They're the proactive brand uh protection mm -hmm. shit or whatever. But then crazy shit happens like you're suing someone with pineapple in the name because yeah that's a bit weird right? that's a bit much. especially if they're an artist the music that seems a little bit like them. you know yeah. predatory or yeah, yeah just a little much like yeah. just run your business and let this artist make their art exactly yeah. under the name pineapple exactly yeah. is that okay <laughs> Jeez. yeah yeah anyway i'm gonna throw my laptop away <laughs> yeah jesus i'm just, I'm just kidding i'm just i love macintosh i love macintosh Yes. Anyway, we we'll love you. Uh, Street Worm. We moved on from that. We played a few songs from that tonight already. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I would say you know start with this album if you're yeah. just looking into Viagra Boys. Yeah, off the off the off the cusp. Um, but yeah, then we go on to Welfare Jazz. Yeah, which I think is even another step up for them in their their kind of musicality. Yeah, um, adding like some synths. Mm -hmm. There's still like a lot of lazy deadpan vocals. Mm -hmm. Um, lazy guitar, sour, sour leads. Like that's what I'm saying. Kind of the lead stuff is really grimy or stylistic. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, stands out though. It's like it's biting. Yeah. Uh, droning bass, you know, that like yeah. fuzzy bass, yeah. um, sluggish yeah. pace, mm -hmm. kind of these like looping things. Like at the end of the song we played last, so just kind of like it kind of drones on Yeah. and like really feels like you're you know kind of getting glued down yeah a little bit and then it's kind of overall ap apocalyptic i wrote down as well mm -hmm. just kind of it sounds you know postmodern. and there's like a couple of like weird interludes in the album as well right like well the second yeah. song on the album yeah. has a it's like a, a saxophone solo that's yeah. the only thing playing is the saxophone right. solo basically yeah yeah so, 30 seconds long um yeah and I guess but, that's their new, their new sax guy, Oscar Carls. Yeah, it's more featured on this mm -hmm. uh, album than their previous stuff. Yeah, a lot more experimental things on this album. A little rough around the edges, like yeah, like psychedelic. -y, yeah, almost. yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, um, the album artwork though is all Sebastian. Um, oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, apparently, crazy little story. There's. Uh, if you get the vinyl, um, I think there's like a gatefold or something that opens or like another side of the vinyl packaging that has this like painting. I'll put it up now. And it's like, uh, 
this weird cowboy character, like touching a paw of a dog kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he painted all of this. Um, he said he was inspired by some uh, random YouTube channel from some Swedish woman who was kind of like hippie-ish, uh, but also talking about conspiracy theories about like how COVID isn't a thing and how people need to stay away from 5G, like oh, cell yeah. phone shit. And then he said he went onto her website and she had all these different services she was offering. And one thing was something to do with like dog zone treatment or something like that. And he said she had a photo of like her, her fingers touching a dog's paw or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For okay. some reason, this image stuck with him. And that was like what formed the basis of this painting that's on video screen right now, but also part of the mm-hmm. packaging. And he said after he did, did that, he uh, used the same colors to like write the album title jazz welfare out and he said he kept spelling it wrong <laughs> but he like had this piece of paper and he showed it to the rest of the band members and they were like that should be the album cover so oh, okay like, so because yeah. i was going to touch yeah. on this because the album came out in 2021 and yeah. the regular full-length album welfare jazz has yeah. i think that featured artwork right where it's like a blank it's like a white background yeah. with just writing over and over jazz welfare so like jazz yeah. wealth yeah. air like it's like off it's weird yeah um so just a bunch of letters on a white background basically yeah but for the deluxe edition of the album mm-hmm. where this cool really cool painting is featured right and i think this painting is i don't know i think there? it's much cooler than yeah, yeah on the on the regular welfare jazz album right but it's, it's very cool it's got like kind of pink and orange blue and red coloring yeah it's i don't know if it's acrylic or what but it's it looks like a cool painting i really like it yeah yeah it is kind of creepy is yes it's like this creepy like it, like the guy in this picture who's touching this dog paw is it looks like a picasso type yeah painting like things are in a weird place it, i don't know it's interesting painting but it's very cool i would describe it as like grotesque maybe okay <laughs> i know that's an art term but this is actually a, you know for me the word grotesque also makes you feel a little bit uneasy like that's what i'm uh, saying like yeah. yeah it's not gross yeah but it does make you feel uneasy like it's yeah. a little like almost uncanny valley yeah like because it's not a real person it's obviously like a caricature type yeah character yeah. i don't know yeah. anyway but i would suggest taking a look at it we brought it up on the screen so i guess you guys already saw it. it's very cool yeah that's all i got on it check out the deluxe edition i guess there's some extra songs on there yeah um then after that they came out with the shrimp sessions right which is a a live album yeah i guess it's the second one it says the second one but that also came out in 2021 right should we play a track off Welfare Jazz? We definitely should. I think we have yeah. one loaded up for it, right? Creatures. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creatures by Viagra Boys from their second album, Welfare Jazz. 
which came out in 2021. They said they finished it a year before at the release, though. Um, During pandemic. Yeah. So I think another delayed release because of mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, really like that track. Yeah, it's that, different as well. That synthy aspect. Yeah. Just kind of bopping and driving along. Yeah. Very good energy. Reminds me of David Byrne a little bit, Talking Heads. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Like Some one. new wave stuff again. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah. That but still cool. grimy and yeah, no chaos. Like yeah, yeah. The the vibrations just melding in with one another and just yeah, yeah. Chaos. Exactly. <laughs> the good. I love that track. I love that synth sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Good album. Welfare jazz. And then uh, yeah, the other reason if we're moving on from this album, that's all I got. Uh, uh, that I mentioned them is because they have a new album coming out. Um, and as of our recording right now, it's not out, but you know, when it's released, Jesse tomorrow. So is it tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. We should, I was like, shit, we should have, uh, it's literally like at midnight. It will be out probably. We could have recorded this um, tomorrow. We could have recorded this tomorrow and then we would have heard it. Damn. Um, but today, today being the 7th of July, this recording date. Yeah. So by the time you're hearing and watching this episode, you can check out the new album cave world which is out now everywhere um we do have a track though that will play out from that is from this album ain't no thief which they released they released a couple of singles so yeah far. ain't no thief and the one yeah. thing i was going to say there this latest album is called oh uh, what is it called cave i think cave world cave world because yeah. we're going to play ain't no thief which is a good track that ended up on the album but they came out with another single of two songs with ain't no thief on it yeah. and another song called troglodyte right troglodyte being the definition of that word is a person who lives in a cave okay so i thought i would drop that knowledge on all of you before we played that track there you go and they had one more single called punk rock loser yeah in 2022 yeah so all of these are on the new album so mm-hmm. at least we get a taster yeah so far. Um, um, but that's that brings us right up to date we've got their new album out yeah we're gonna play one track from that one thing I wanted to say before we close out, though, is what's interesting to me is a lot of these guys still have day jobs other, other than being in Viagra Boys. Yeah, do you know anything about that? I, I should have gone more into that. Uh, only I know that Sebastian is a tattoo artist. Like he still, okay. do, still does that. I forgot to mention that. I had that in my notes. I thought a couple of them were tattoo artists. Was yeah, it? I think so, yeah. And then someone's a chef. Another guy's mm-hmm. a carpenter. Uh they said the couple of guys that work in Swedish government. <laughs> okay. So we got and, s- and some that work in the music business. Yeah. We got so. some blue collar workers, some white collar workers. It's interesting to me. And another maybe takeaway it's like that you can have this music career and go do all of this stuff, but you can also have do something else in life. Right. You know? And I say that in a nicer way. I'm saying, like, oh, you're not making enough money out of music to have it as your career kind of thing. But also, like, maybe we should all be at peace as musicians with the fact that it's okay to not make your living out of music. Like, yeah. You know, as long as you're maybe creating the work that you want to create and you're able to play it and maybe have fun going on tour, see the world kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't have to put the pressure on yourself to, like, make a living out of this. Like, when you see guys like Viagra Boys who, like, on the surface are just as successful as any other group we've seen, Go on these major tours. Coachella, they played Coachella this last year, apparently. That's huge. Apparently, it was one of the best reviewed performances of the whole festival. It went viral or something like that. Um, But these guys still have day jobs, like when they're back home in Sweden. Like, 
doing other things. That's good to know. So, I think yeah. it's it's a testament to like finding finding love in the process of becoming something, not the end goal. Right. Like, oh, once I play Madison Square Garden, I'll I'll feel like a real musician and I'll I'll tell my parents I made it. Right. Yeah. And I'll go retire. Yeah. Or whatever. But it's more yeah. like I love playing shows to just 10 people who don't know who I am. And yeah. like, I love making music by myself with my buddies. I love putting this album out, love putting this love into this community. Yeah. It'll build in a community. Yeah. So it's all, I think it's all about the process. Yeah. And you know, yeah. like you said, I don't know if we can put those two and two together, fall in love with the process, you can't go wrong and you can do multiple things in your life. Like be a chef and a musician. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Oh yeah. That's definitely good. Yeah, the process of writing, playing, putting stuff out there, yeah. expressing yourself. Have goals. Have goals yeah. into the future, but don't feel the need to get to those goals in order to feel happy. Yeah. When you're exactly, yeah. when you're when you're happy with the process, yeah. You fall in love with the process, then you could just allow yourself to be happy throughout all every day. And that that feels much better than waiting for some goal that may never happen. Mm-hmm. you know uh, i think that's the best way to end this episode then that's like some words of wisdom from jesse right there like, hey so. i'm just picking <laughs> off piggybacking off what you yeah. said jay oh cool we're here to learn and we're here to grow if yeah. you guys got any more comments concerns or cool stories about viagra or the viagra boys <laughs> hit us up at the email jay roots to grooves at signalradio.com s-i-g-n-l radio.com is a production of Signal Radio. For more music and independent culture, visit signalradio.com. That's S-I-G-N-L radio.com.